0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Moss, the official podcast of Somos Moss NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and the New Mexico Runners. My name, of course, is Seth Bedoff. Joining me so far this evening, we have the one, the only, Earl Nieto. Earl, how are you doing this evening? They ask you how you are and you just have to say that you're fine. You're not really fine. You just can't get into it because they would never understand. You okay, Earl?
1: Did someone touch you? Are you okay? No, I'm perfectly fine. I'm actually uh, (laughs) getting over a little sickness. Um, Walking in the rain was not really good for my health. Damn it, fucking Jacob. Um, (laughs) But other than that, my mom got out of the hospital today. So that's, that's good news. And United won on Saturday. So that's more good news. And now if I can get past this little fucking bug that I got going on, I'd
0: be just dandy right well first of all congratulations happy for your mom i know that uh, i picked you up on saturday on the way down to the stadium and you had been at the hospital visiting her so congratulations glad that she's she's out and she's uh she's doing well
1: yeah she uh they gave her a whole bunch of new meds and a whole bunch of everything so she should be fine um she is 75 and i don't think death could
0: kill her if, they, if it wanted to All right. Well, we will continue to think about Earl's mom. I hope she continues to get better. Um, Yeah. And to to you not feeling well, I think there is something going around. Maybe it was the weather last week because the weather just was all over the place. Um, Went from 80 plus the weekend before to maybe upper 60s, low 70s. And then it rained and rained and rained. So, yeah, uh, completely understandable. Um, But glad you're feeling well. Glad you and Jacob both made it home. Saturday evening after the match. Uh quite a downpour that, that came down after the fireworks show.
1: Yeah, so I was actually okay with that downpour, especially here in Moyarty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I was pulling I was driving into Moyarty, I was about five minutes out of Moyarty, and I realized shit, I forgot my flag in Jacob's car. So I called him, Hey man, uh hopefully he's in Moyarty somewhere or getting close to Moyarty. And he's like, actually I stopped at the subway to eat. I was like, Cool, well I'll meet you there. At that very moment, my wife texted me if I was willing to stop at Moyarty and pick up Subway. So I did. And then ordered my two sandwiches and my six cookies. And then the power went out after they made the sandwiches. So the guy just slid me the sandwiches very nonchalantly. And I got free sandwiches and cookies from Subway that night. Free food is always a good thing.
0: Yeah, um, I can't especially the the, the bills like 26 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And then yeah, I'm talking about the power going power went out here too for a while Saturday night, which was really odd. Um, it doesn't happen all that often, but yeah, I was sitting here working on something, the power everything just shut down. And you know, it's I'm all for silence, but that's when the power goes out, it's just is one of those things that where you're so used to ambient noise, like the boys have an air purifier over in their room, or you know, some, there's something playing in the background. That, that silence is so strange.
1: Yeah, I, I don't like silence,
0: <laughs> Jacob. Glad you could join us. Hope you're uh doing
2: well. Oh, I'm doing terrible, but. Thank you. Oh, you sound about as terrible as I do. It must have been that fucking walk. Dude, I'm telling you it was. I woke up Sunday fucking feeling like shit.
1: Oh, yeah. I I felt horrible the past couple days.
0: Hey. Yeah, that's about how I sounded at the end of last week. So, yeah, it's uh, something in the air. Something's going around. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm pretty sure my allergies just like played fucking games with my head all last week. Like, it was It was miserable. So but Earl, you hit the nail on the head. United did pick up a win on Saturday evening. Uh cap off seven out of a possible nine points in the past calendar week. Um, which was I think unexpected uh from a lot of us. Aaron Reader over in the chat. Aaron, glad to see you with us. Yeah, I am sick too. Full on lost my voice. Hey
2: man, we get it. Yeah, your I, back.
1: I didn't
0: have a voice at
1: all yesterday, so I I know exactly where you're at.
2: This is the worst my voice has sounded. It was it wasn't bad until today. It will get worse. Today. <laughs> Good well, if you said you feel bad Sunday, I feel bad Sunday too. Why am I not over it already like you seem to be? Um, Because you didn't take medicine. That, I did. And I, I,
1: um, I had corn. Corn. <laughs> yeah, I
2: had corn. I mean, I mean like corn. What do you like about
1: corn? It's, it's corn. corn.
0: yeah you know I know that song is like taking over but if you change corn to porn the lyrics just kind of make sense too
1: yeah but before we do that um...
0: (laughs) Robert yes yes it is a McBoo bucket in the background Uh, I made a field trip today on my lunch break so
2: Picked up a McBoo bucket, and uh, did you just call going to McDonald's a field trip? I did. What kind of world are we living in right now? It's okay. Robert got his <laughs> entry entry
1: uh, music, so we're good.
2: Yeah, yeah. He go. also has the
0: hashtag Team Earl on there. There you yeah. go. So Robert, glad to have you. Aaron, glad to have you. Have you have you guys both with us this evening as we talk about the playoffs? That's right. We said playoffs. The playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. Let's see, except this time we can say it and mean it. Like we are in the playoffs because you know what? Guess who's not in?
2: Oh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> FEP. Let's start with FEP. Amen. There you go. I've been telling you guys all year, El Paso and Phoenix weren't going to make it. And we were, you guys were like, no, calm down. We suck. And I was like, no, we're fine. You guys were like, no, we're terrible. We're never going to make it. We're the worst. Keep keep up your attitude. I, I fucking hear you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain we're gonna roll go back and roll some tape on this, and
2: uh, we will hear otherwise.
0: I'm fairly certain if Jacobs keeps keeps up this bullshit today.
2: You won't hear otherwise from me. I know you won't hear otherwise from I me. Jesus. I didn't hear you because I, I was talking over. I'm still not hearing it because I'm talking over it. What's that? I you- oh, okay. I, I think I heard it that time. You were telling me good job. I appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, I do
0: want to point I, have, I I do believe I was fairly on point with my point total
2: prediction for the year as to where we needed to be. No, it, that you said that halfway through the season, over halfway through the season. Don't act like you predicted it back in fucking March. Okay. Well, no, not in March, but still. If I could, if I could did that halfway through the season, you
0: know, when we're looking at this final stretch of, you know, 15 games, whatever it was, and we didn't need to be at 51. Well, no, but uh, I was pr- I was pretty dead honest as to what or I felt we were going to be. Um, and honestly, coming into last week, I don't know that any of us were 100 percent confident that we would pick up seven out of nine points.
2: Um, <laughs> Jacob's just sick. Yeah, and I don't I don't feel good. I'm hopped up on medicine, so it's strap in, boys. Strap in. Um, I might not. I might not be here for the full show, but I'm gonna get my money's worth. There we go. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, we talked about the we, we talked about Los Dos last week. We talked about San Diego Saturday night, Colorado Springs switchbacks came to town. Regular season finale for both clubs. Basically, going into this, we knew that if United won, they would put themselves in a position to where they could potentially host a playoff match. And we spent most of the night basically looking at other scores, trying to keep track of what was going on. Well, you um, did. You did. Yeah. I did. And I was texting you guys updates. And uh, it did not take long. Me and Jacob spent
1: half of the night picking on a goalkeeper. No, yes. we didn't do
2: shit to him. <laughs> <laughs> he was picking on us. Living rent free We're living well, rep-free. Uh,
0: we'll get to that. Earl, I hope you grabbed a, sc- a screenshot of that because I, lo- I would love to show that. Um <laughs> So we, we found out rather quickly after eight o'clock because really the only other match that was of any significance to us at that point was Sacramento, San Diego. We found about eight ten that United was not going to get the home match because eight seventeen. Close enough. Um I mean this Sandy Sacramento scores three goals in the opening, you know, fifteen minutes of the game. Seventeen. Seventeen minutes, thank you. And uh, San Diego just absolutely shit the bed on Saturday night. And so from that point on, we were kind of looking at, okay. Well, we knew was mean, gonna... They didn't really have anything to play for, so. Well, no, they, they didn't. But they still put out a, a significant
2: lineup. It wasn't like they played their, their second team. Well, no, they did play their second team. The problem is their second team is actually a really good team. It just wasn't good Saturday night. Harry, glad to have you, bud. Hope you're uh, doing well. Harry.
1: Um, but you know, how yeah. you know, Harry's team, Jacob.
2: Cause he, he said Jacob. No, Jacob, cause Jacob we started at nine o'clock. Oh, and he was late. Perfect. <laughs> that um, was, that was actually a really good joke, girl. I appreciated that. There you go. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, United came out. We, we looked good <clears throat> on Saturday evening. We really did. Um, from, from open the close of that match. We looked strong. Uh, so, some big moments of the match. Christian Nava <laughs> finally gets his first goal at home. The return of Christian Nava scores at the south end, right in front of the in front of the curse. Fantastic celebration! Then that stadium got fucking loud. Um, uh, Jacob, you unmuted. It I felt like you were gonna say something there.
2: No, not yet. no, okay. Uh, Brucey gets a goal oh, too. Wait, like, wait, wait. Yeah, you didn't mention it. I I thought you were coming up with it. So it was during the magic minute. Yes, it was. I was I was coming at it. Uh, we, yeah, we did some
0: research to find out whether or not that, because there's some question as to whether or not that was the first goal in the Magic Minute. And we had to go all the way back to Season 1. Santi Mar did it with 19 14 on the clock
2: against RSL. So We almost um, had another one this year. We, we've come up. close. Yeah. yeah. Kiesaviter scored about 20 seconds after it ended.
0: Yeah, and we've come I mean, awful either.
2: close a number of times, but uh, fantastic to see
0: Christian Nava back on the match. He looked really good. Um, considering... Jacob,
2: I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Are you fucking high? I, no, dude, don't. I was waiting for a good opportunity for that. I wasn't just going to interrupt Seth with it. I, I wanted Seth to say something or you to say something stupid, and then I was going to scream it like he did. You didn't do it justice. I'm sorry, Earl.
1: Well, I'll just I'll just send it up, send it up for you. Okay, I appreciate. <laughs> I also that.
2: found that part on video, so yeah. Okay. Good. yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny.
0: We're not gonna stay on on track here, are we?
2: No, did not you not hear check. that I'm sick and okay. and on meds? I'm trying. I'm doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> cannot, All right, so I cannot control Earl. I'm sorry. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nava looked really really great.
0: Um, I think it was really good to see him come back. Um. Before we get to the Evan, not Evan, the whatever the goalkeeper's name, Jeff Caldwell. Jeff Caldwell. Before we get to Caldwell, um, what do you guys think of Nava in his return? I mean, obviously he went out with a pretty significant leg injury uh, several months ago. Finally makes his return. Uh, Earl, what did you t- what do you think about uh, Christian's performance?
1: Yeah, I don't remember.
0: Harry, you want to come on the show?
1: You might I'm have just... an opinion. <laughs> Wants to come on the show, absolutely. Um, no, I thought he did good. I mean, considering the fact that it was his first game back in about two and a half months, I was impressed with how he played. He looked in really good shape. Um, the fact that he stayed calm when he scored his goal to put that goal away. I mean, yeah, Nava Nava's good. That's the thing. Um, and the fact that he scored his actual first goal, well, first goal at the lab. During the magic minute, I mean, it, it was perfect.
0: Yeah, I saw a tweet about that. Uh, it might have been, it may have been the club or someone else, but maybe a club retweeted it. it was, you know, it gave off vibes of you know Deb's, Deb's first goal or you know Freighter's goal, uh, that late equalizer, or you know some of the bees' goals, things like that. And like it was, it was phenomenal. You know, hearing the reaction to to right. getting his first at the lab. I'm yeah, I say, did. Yeah. I did put a reel because I got, I actually caught it on
1: video. Um. So I put a reel up on Facebook, and in like 12 and a half minutes, there was over 100 views. I'm not, I don't doubt it.
2: I'm not going to shit on Nav at all because he played incredible. But what the fuck was Caldwell doing on that goal? He like literally jumped out of the way of the ball. Uh, Navas? No, he came off his line. Yeah, no, he comes up, and then the ball bounces at Navas' feet, and he literally jumps to the side. And the ball goes right where he was standing. And then Nava one touches it past the defender and makes the defender look silly. And then he kicks it in the goal. I got no answer for what Caldwell did at all that night. I think did- he might've been
0: fucking high <laughs> going back and looking at it. You know, he comes off his line. The ball comes over the top a beautiful delivery from Kalen, right? I had to go back and yep. see who did Kalen that sent that ball over the top. And with where that ball came down and. It- looking at Christian, his size compared to those defenders and to Caldwell, the way that he brought that ball down, managed to maintain enough physicality and balance to stay on his feet and pull that ball down. And I think, I think maybe Caldwell expected it to come off and go to the, to like the right side of the goal, like off of maybe Nava's feet or chest or something, or maybe he felt like his defender was going to get and get up there and get ahead to it. How that didn't happen. I don't know. Um, but it was it was a really well done, really well 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 really great opportunity for Nava and the, just the way he composed the composure, like he said, earl, like that's something you don't see a lot of
2: kids do. Aaron says it's the goal of the year, and uh, foreshadowing a little bit some for something in the future. Aaron, next couple of days, keep an eye out on our social media; might have something for you there. I also haven't told the guys about it either, so all of you keep an eye out on our social media. I, I, I have no idea what he's talking about,
0: um, but yeah, you know, Brucey and, and Nava both—they're they're both guys that we've seen show no fear taking on guys that are bigger than them, mm. and we feel Bru- like at times
2: Brucey's goal was an example of that too.
0: Yeah, br- yeah, we were, we were going to get to that there, um, which is something we've kind of put. A little bit under the radar as far as uh, Nava goes, especially because we felt like against Birmingham, he wasn't having success against guys who were bigger than him.
2: But he he wasn't scared even then. Well, he no. just he just got bodied.
0: Right. What do you think was different about this? Like, what do you think? It, was it something that he was doing? Was it
2: them underestimating him? Like, I don't I don't think Colorado Springs is as big of a team as Birmingham. I, well, I think, no, I don't think they are either. I but think, and I, I think. I think Birmingham had seen him play the last two or three or four matches and saw what he was doing really well and kind of made it a point to be physical with him. And I think with this one, with him being out for so long, Carter Springs either forgot or wasn't expecting him to be in the lineup or uh, <clears throat> just didn't have the bodies to, to throw at him like Birmingham did. I mean, that could easily be, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's more
0: even though, and I agree with you, Colorado, I don't think Colorado has the same size that Birmingham does. But, I mean, Nava is not a big kid. <laughs> he's, he's what, like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, maybe? Yeah. And th- those defenders for, for Colorado are not small guys.
2: No, they're not. But Colorado's also, like, I say smaller, and I do mean physically smaller in an extent. Right. But they, they don't play as big either. They are a technical, fast team. They're not a we're going to come in and we're going to beat you up for 90 minutes. Good luck. They're uh we're going to outrun you for 90 minutes and good luck keeping up with us. So that their their mindset of how they play is completely different than a team like Birmingham. And so I think when you factor that in along with the fact like like I said, I mean Birmingham had, had tape on him from the week before and the week before and the week before. Colorado has that tape, but I don't know how much they were actually focusing on him when he hadn't played for two months and we know how stingy uh, USL is with their injury information.
0: Yeah. You know, honestly, I, and I think you do have a point there, not knowing whether or not he was going to be available. I mean, we kind of knew based off what Zach said Wednesday night, that they were going to reevaluate him. Um, <clears throat> so we've, we've kind of known for a couple of weeks that he was like getting closer and closer to being back. Um, so looking at that and then obviously the David leak on, on Friday, you know, saying that he would be available for selection. Like, yeah, they, you know, David Saturday. was it Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think we were surprised by the fact that he was going to be included. I was kind of surprised that Nico wasn't available, but to see Nava being available and having that opportunity I, I don't I don't think with him being available last home match of the season that they were going to pass that up I don't think there was any chance that he did not get the start you're muted
2: unless he was still not fully fit you know, right. right if he was if he was good but he couldn't give you 60 minutes then then for sure he's going to come in off the bench. But uh, but no, he he played very well. The whole team, I mean, played really well. Yeah, they did. And you know, we've been uh, uh, Brucey's goal. Let's talk
0: about Brucey's goal here real quick too, while we're while we're talking about it. I mean, Brucey's a guy again. Another we haven't seen a whole lot of Brucey over the past month and a half, almost two months. Um, I'm assuming that's almost kind of by like by design and or you know. Pl- with the run that Harry was having, I guess just super hard to get Brucey in there. And, you know, Daniel Bruce, of all people, like you don't expect him to be the one in the box by, you know, at the spot expecting, you know, looking for someone to send the ball into him. And there were a couple of opportunities that he was in there. You know, he was the guy that they were looking for. And then uh, they're on his goal. You know, Justin Portillo, Brucey was just left all alone. There for just enough time for for Justin to get the ball to him, and and Brucey staying on his feet as long as he did, and then just just whip out his left foot and just smack well, that ball. He, like it
2: was incredible to watch. I think it was Seymour that passed it to him, actually. But, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but I, I he wasn't alone when the ball got to him. He had a defender on his back. Yeah, and he was able to control it at his feet, turn the defender somehow, and then it the ball kind of gets away from him, but it, it falls perfectly for him to. Just thrash that left foot at it. And that's another one Caldwell, I feel could have maybe at least stuck a hand out that direction. Uh, but it had so much pepper on it and it was from so close that uh I don't I don't think anybody's stopping that necessarily. Earl,
0: what are you so you we already heard about Nava? What are your there was some so all right. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but there was apparently a leak on a foot mob that had our, li- had our supposed starting lineup out like six hours early. Now we know that that's not typically what happens. And the, the starting 11 was somewhat different than what was being reported on, on foot mob. And we had, and I had seen one early that ended up not being hundred percent accurate as well. Um, after getting to the stadium, I was a little bit concerned, and I, I know there was some concern in our group chat about the two CDMs. Um, how do you feel, Earl, about the the inclusion of Brucey Saturday night, and then how, and then the play of the of the two CDMs? I mean, I will forever be against two
1: CDMs. Forever, I don't care if we win five nil. Going to forever be against it. Um, am I happy we won? Yeah, absolutely, because. Because, yeah, we won. But it was very obvious that one of those CDMs has a tendency to kill any kind of attacking motion that we have and just send it backwards. Um, and that CDM just,
2: is... Just come out and say it, Earl. Just come out and say Sam Hamilton is the new Juan Pablo Guzman. Just say it. <laughs> I know you want to. Just spit the words out. It'll lift a weight off of your shoulders. No, I don't
1: think Sam Hamilton is one Pablo Guzman. I don't, and I will never think that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Sam kills kills the attacking play and sends it backwards. I don't know why, whatever the case may be, but um, but yeah, I can't really complain about the lineup. And then to address your FOT mob, um, thing. So I did see that, but the way Fop Mob does it is a projected lineup. Like it's not ever the actual lineup; it's always projected lineup mm-hmm. until like the very minute till kickoff. Then they put the lineup in.
0: All right, yeah, it was. Uh, people were talking about it over on uh, on the New Mexico United subreddit, saying that it is already out already, and yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't accurate, you know, and so, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like I said, even seeing what I did in the box, like I was, and I know that a lot of our guys had played, you know, 60 to 90 minutes, both Sunday and Wednesday. So I was kind of concerned with the two CDMs. I, I wasn't sold on the lineup going into it. I felt like there were some positives and there were some things that we could do. And there was some opinion in the press box that had we gone into that match with that lineup and not picked up a point, at least a point that it would have been the most short sighted team sheet of the year. Do you think Jacob will we'll go to you on this one? Do you think that, do you think the reaction would have been similar to that had we not picked up at least a point
2: with that team sheet? Um, no. I, I think that it obviously wasn't our, our A lineup, but if you follow this club, you kind of know, like I was mentioning with San Diego, um, we have uh, probably 20... Twenty guys, eighteen guys that if they're in the lineup, I don't f- worry about it. Like Because they can all play forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um except and one. So, so I I I did really like the lineup when I saw it, honestly. Uh I'm gonna ignore that earl. Um I, I think that that it was good to get Brucey and Nava out there uh going into the playoffs. Uh the back line was solid. Uh, hated to see Sheed go down again. Mm-hmm. Um, just that guy, man, he's had the worst injury luck for four years now, basically. And, and I, I, <coughs> I wish he would just be able to stay healthy. So hopefully it was something minor. He's available at least as a sub, uh, on Saturday and, and we can go from there. But, but I think if we didn't get a point out of it, it would have been because we were outplayed by a Colorado Springs team that I, I have said, I'm not nearly as worried about them. Uh, as I was when they had Haji Berry. <clears throat> but uh, we've talked about it. They still have some dangerous people up top. They, Haji Berry doesn't play a back line, so th- their defense, while it has been absolutely atrocious this year, uh, they had their, their A-plus lineup back there, and so it, it's, it wouldn't have been <clears throat> uh, crazy to me come out of there with a loss. Would have been happy about it, obviously, but but I don't think it was short. Would be shortsighted. Um, I, if we lost, we'd ended up playing. Colorado Springs. In Colorado Springs, I'm not. Whoop de do. I, right. Colorado Springs, San Diego, Sacramento. It's it's. They're all solid teams that. I wouldn't be afraid to go up against wouldn't necessarily like to go up against them sometimes, especially on the road, but, but we've proven against majority of them that we can play them pretty solidly. Um, I,
0: I, so Aaron, your comment there just a few minutes ago about Mike is playing a little bit higher. Um, that's something that I've noticed in recent matches where he's played. He does. We do see him pushing up quite a bit. Um, there is a heat map over on uslchampionship.com. Hang on, I'm gonna. Uh, let me see if I can share this here real quick. Uh, I hate this. I need a second screen. That's what I need. I need a second screen.
2: I'll talk about United while Seth figures this out so we don't have to hear him ramble about technical stuff because that's always good audio content, right? Or we can hear him ramble about how the. Um... Don't. Don't don't I will remove you and not bring you back that's what I thought guys basketball started today I don't know if you're aware of this I don't think either of you care but yeah it's basketball I'll pay attention in February Uh, uh. no I I always get excited now and then Christmas time or Christmas day and then playoffs yeah Sorry. That's going to be
0: fun. Thank you.
2: (laughs) I've tried to be good about it. No, I know.
0: You've been doing great. So I do appreciate that. Um, All right. So here, I think I got something I can share here. Slide.
2: Riveting. I know,
0: isn't it? Ah, invalid. Never mind. I'll figure it out. I'll text it to
1: you, Aaron. Um, which bear is the most condescending? A, a polar bear. A panda. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's dumb.
2: <laughs> it. It was a dad joke. Though. Speaking of dad jokes, did y'all see? Clint's post about the aprons, the United grilling aprons? No. uh uh-uh. No. Oh no. my gosh, guys. I'll send it in the group chat. They are the best things I've ever seen in my life. Okay. The one Clint's wearing says Nacho Average Dad. It okay. has the sombrero logo that we've seen on some t-shirts um before. And then one of them says, I'm hungry. And then it says, Hi, I'm Dad. Nice to meet you, hungry. Classic dad joke. Classic. And then the third one, I don't remember what Lucas has said. I'll have to find it. It's good times, though. I was like, Ooh, I need all three of these in my life tomorrow. So, already, um,
1: this is a true story, by the way. So, earlier today, my wife asked me to go to the store and get six cans of Sprite. I don't know what she was trying to make. Um, this is not a true story I can already tell. <laughs> it actually is a true story. Um, when I got home, I realized I fucked up. I picked seven up.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I'm bum bum.
0: There it is, folks. We're done. Where? We're out. See ya. Yep.
2: That's, that's it. That's all. Tip your bartender. Drive home safely. Are you fucking high? Are you fucking high? Are you fucking stupid? Oh, man. Good job. Right, hang on.
1: Good so, time. singing in the shower is fun until you get soap <laughs> in your mouth. Then it becomes a soap opera.
2: No, okay.
0: Oh, I like that one. That one's
2: funny. I think we have to, you have to remove us. Yeah. All right.
0: Hang on. One second. I'm going to remove these guys. Aaron, I'm going to, right here. This is Mike Azera's touch map. Or not touch map, his heat map, I should say. That that's uh his heat map from Saturday evening. So um I, I mean he for the most part he did, but you know, we like again we do see him, we have seen him pushing up higher in recent matches. Um so he's not I mean there was one time a couple weeks ago where he was like the farthest person up the fit, up the pitch, which I was like, why? Like just why? Why is he in that position? But um no, I mean, top-to-bottom team played well on Saturday night. Um, a Haji, barry um, Colorado switchback side looked interesting. I mean, Galena and Cam Lindley and those guys, they didn't really seem to have the, the flow that they used to. And I know that Galena had just come off of a hat-trick performance, but it just didn't seem to be working. Um, But when Aaron Wheeler came in, Aaron Wheeler looked incredible and put himself in positions to to really make a difference for that side. Um, But what I thought went really well for United, even when Wheeler was looking dangerous, was the play of Kalen Ryden. And I know I haven't said that much this year, but Kalen looked really good on Saturday. That's the best match I've seen from him in, I don't know, probably outside of Vegas, Probably two months. I mean, am I crazy for thinking that this is recorded? Am I crazy for thinking this this has been his best performance in a number of months?
1: No, you're crazy for thinking that he has had bad performances recently.
2: No, I, I mean, he hasn't been incredible, but you feel like you. So what you just said is a true fact. This was the best match. These last two matches have been the best matches. Um, probably of the season for Kalen. You took it a little too far with the slander against him. In my opinion, I I thought he's always been solid. He wasn't superstar Kalen riding, but he wasn't uh, a bum either. I've never said he was a bum, but I felt like he certainly hasn't
0: been the same Riding that we've seen in the past. And he certainly hasn't had the kind of performances that I would expect out of him. Um, But yeah, this and Vegas were probably the two best performances he had all year. So, I mean, I just, and, and, you know, I kind of asked him about that on Saturday night after the presser, you know, try to get it, you know, what kind of adjustment. And obviously they didn't speak really to, you know, what exactly they did. Um, But I don't know. He just, he seemed a lot
2: more confident. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He he might be feeling better. I mean, he did miss time earlier this season with a knock. Mm-hmm. And um maybe it's just taking a while for him to get that confidence back in whatever the injury was that it wasn't going to bother him anymore and and so I, I yeah, I mean it's it's the great the best time of the year for it to happen um going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And but yeah, top to bottom team had a good performance um as a result Uh, Harry Swartz was named the USL Championship Player of the Week uh, for his performance on Wednesday against LA Galaxy. And then Christian Nava also got a Team of the Week nod as well. He's on the bench this week, so congratulations to those guys. Um, uh, Yeah, just a great week for you. I think it was a great week, a great way to close out the season. I think it's going to give a lot of of confidence, a lot of momentum heading into – the, the playoff matchup this coming weekend against Sacramento um, Sacramento is a club that we, we drew one we lost one against them this year. Um, and the last time we did, we have met Sacramento in the playoffs before. So I think this is going to be an interesting matchup before five Sacramento had issues this year at times. They weren't playing well. Um, they did kind of play a little bit better here towards the very end. Um but uh, I feel like I, I feel like this is a match that United could go in and and, and you know upset the home side.
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I think everybody we've, we've talked about the West a lot, obviously, since that's the conference that we're in, and and uh, it's interesting to look at the standings and see that. You know we we wouldn't have made the playoffs in the East with our point total, mm-hmm. um, but I think that actually gives credence to the strength of the West, uh, from top to bottom. Um, we ha- we didn't have the the also rans like Red Bull two and Loudon and Los, or L- LTD UTD two that's all I, I like to refer to them as that cause it's a mouthful. Um, and, uh, and so I, I think if you put anybody from the West in that conference, they're up there with 60 points as well. But, um, with the way it stood it and and the way it is now, it's anybody in the West can be anybody. I feel like on any given night, um, San Antonio is maybe a little bit more, uh, unimpeachable there, but, but from San Diego on down, it's, uh, it's it's pretty much a toss up. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if the three lower seeds end up winning uh, this weekend in the West, which would be interesting because that means we would have a home match uh, in the second round, which is strange. But um, speaking of, I'm going to stop you right there.
0: If somehow that does happen. And United does get the opportunity to host a home playoff match. It's not going to be at the lab. And that is due to the isotopes. Um, I heard from multiple people on Saturday evening, both from the isotopes side of things and United side of things, that that the isotopes were or had been unwilling up and uh, through earlier in the week to put off the sod removal because that's part of their their off season renovations, as they're replacing all the entire all the, all the sod. The Isos were unwilling to put that off so that United could potentially host a home playoff match. So the club has been looking into alter, alternate sites such as UNM, which for this coming weekend, was they, I was told was going to be highly unlikely. They've also been looking at Nucinda, which I think is – okay, sure, it's got capacity. You could probably fit 15,000, 20,000 in there. I don't know what the capacity is at Nucinda. But it's just so far out. Like I think it's. It. But anyway, if New Mexico United does get a home match, they're not going to be able to play at home. So, does that end up being an alternate site game if it if it happens, or does United just say, "Hey, we can't do it," and they go back on the road?
2: I don't think we go on the road.
0: Okay, Earl.
1: Yeah, I don't think we go on the road. I think that we we've wanted a home match, a home playoff match, well, everyone else has except for me. Um for and everyone... now earl. What? And now do you want one now? No, fuck no. No, I do not want a home match even though we've won two in a row and we scored five at home. Whatever the case may be, we've still given up that many goals at home anyways. Um. no I don't want a home match and I firmly stand by that decision that we don't play better at home it's not a home field advantage for us because we have a terrible home record maybe if we go play at Nusenda in the middle of fucking nowhere maybe but the lab is cursed for us
0: you think the lab is cursed okay yeah, it's cursed. But I, I do want to point out we are perfect at uh, UNM this year. Like, plus seven goal differential.
1: But is that home?
0: I mean, uh, no. Like I said, We're-
1: maybe you had cotton or something.
0: No, no, I'm listening. Like I
1: said, maybe if we play at an alternate site like Nucenda, I'd be okay with it. But a uh, home match at the lab? No, I don't want it ever.
0: All right. All right. I mean, Jake, I mean, Jake, if you said
2: you don't think they go on, you're on the road. On, on. Are you fucking high? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was that was when it should have been saved for Earl, but no. You had to ruin it earlier. No, I don't think we go on the road. I think it's uh <clears throat> it it was one thing when we were doing it for safety issues, but um it, it means too much to the team and to the fans. Uh, to unfairly have to go to, I think in this scenario it would be RGV. Do you want to go to RGV? Does the team want to go to RGV? Fuck no. That's, I can guarantee you that. They would rather play this on Mars than go to RGV. So, because of that... Well, and... good.
1: While they're over there on Mars, maybe they can get some of Romario's uh, moonshots.
2: I wanted that to land. I really... <laughs> really wanted that to land um but it just it it didn't so kind of like romaro's moonshots ah the bump you should no, have just left it no should,
0: no oh, my guys the the whole i you saying you want it to land hit better than that did because that there at the end you forced it
2: well it came to me late it didn't yeah. it came to me and then i was like oh yeah that's that's funny um uh, I apologize. I'm I'm high right now. Um, if my employees are listening to this, I'm not high. I'm just on <laughs> allergy medicine, which is kind of makes you loopy. But loopy and high are not the same thing. Somebody jump in here and save me from. Yeah, he, this he's
0: right on now. that cough syrup of codeine. That's what he's on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's on that grapple's old cough syrup. <clears throat> Um, But yeah, United's back in the playoffs. Uh, the entire playoff field is finally set. And uh, we'll get to our Sacramento and uh, New Mexico United breakdown uh, slash predictions here in just a minute. I do want to run through the other matchups and get your thoughts. We'll do a little uh, playoff pick em here on the show. Uh, first up, we'll go through is, the – Is there a prize? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out.
2: Jacob's this nodding his head is, yes. yes. Okay. If
1: Jacob's prize is walking in the rain for three and a half fucking miles, I'm out.
2: <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't three and a half miles, Earl. So dramatic. Uphill both ways, exactly. Pause. No, uh, yeah, the prize is pride, pride, pride is the yeah,
0: prize. Just like my undefeated and, and of a team.
2: and a free subway sandwich. There's actually two and six cookies. No, this time it will be for one. You won't be as lucky this time, okay? Oh. So what <laughs> you're saying is kill the power? No, I'm saying I'm gonna buy you Subway. If you win, that's what I'm saying. Anyways, Jacob or Seth, go ahead.
0: All right. So we know Sacramento and New Mexico is the four or five matchup. The three six is Colorado Springs RGV. Uh this one, of course, Colorado Springs is hosting. Uh you guys said I think Jacob, you said earlier you wouldn't be surprised if RTV went in and won this one. Um Obviously, a Haji berry Colorado Springs does not seem to be performing as well. Interesting matchup. They actually split the season series. Uh, Each club got a win, both at home. So Colorado Springs won at home, RGV won down in Texas. Uh, Who walks away from this one? Springs. Okay. RGV. RGV, all
2: right. They're playing probably the best soccer as far as anybody in the West at this point in time. Um, And Colorado Springs hasn't looked like Colorado Springs since, I don't know, the first two months of the season probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been talking about their run of form being trending down. Because remember, they were top of the table for a long time. Yeah. Up there above San Antonio. uh, And then they've just fallen off since
0: rgv has won three of five they have uh lost only once in their previous five matches so uh they have certainly been on a tear here as of late to bring themselves back from the basement uh so to speak back into the playoff hunt so um yeah i agree with jacob i think rgv takes this one here in the six in the three six matchup so
2: you guys are drunk <laughs> uh that right. match of course hold on hold on Earl okay. what did you see Saturday night that makes you think Carlos Springs is gonna win because we just played this team and they did not look good that's why you don't eat during a podcast that you're doing Ladies live chewing right now uh for the audio listeners all right now he's taking a sip of water no it's not water it's some sort of blue yeah Blue Fanta. It was a blue beverage. Sorry, he is taking a sip of a fruity blue Fanta. It's actually not fruity at all. Which was Earl's nickname in high school. It's cotton candy.
1: <laughs> Which was my stripper that was, name. That was no, that <laughs> was Seth's nickname in high school. <laughs> no, cotton candy is my stripper. My stripper name on the weekends. Fair. Um. So what did I see out of RGV? <laughs> No, Saturday. out of Colorado Springs. Out of Colorado Springs, same fucking thing. Um I think that they can still win. I don't know why Seth throws his hand like
0: anyways. Colorado's up there, RGB's down there. <laughs> oh, I thought he was doing a little teapot.
1: Um, I didn't really see anything. That's the thing. But it's because we played better. I do believe that Colorado Springs can beat them because when they played them, they were going, when they played them over in Texas, they were going through their COVID pandemic within their club. Which is why they dropped a shit ton of points because they had their COVID pandemic that they had to play without players and they had to call up freaking academy kids and had to call the guy off the fucking side of the street. I mean, if you could kick a ball,
2: you're hired. Okay, I'll leave it at that. That's good. We'll go All for right. That. Wait, what? what? Now, dude, good answer, Earl. Good answer. Are you fucking that was, lying? No, that was the condescending uh, family feud. Good answer. It's like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh good. yeah, good answer. Good answer. Good, <laughs> answer. good answer. Good answer. When everybody knows it's not going to be up on the fucking board. Yep, there
0: you go. All right, so there's Earl's reasoning behind Colorado Springs taking a win over RGV this weekend. Uh, in the two seven matchup, San Diego and Oakland. Um, this one here to me screams San Diego. Um, because I just I look at this and yes, Roots played better as the season went on. There's no doubt about that. I just feel like San Diego's in a, such a much is in a much better place than Oakland is um, in terms of talent, in terms of uh, their run of late. Um, Now, Roots did beat them uh, 3-1 in the regular season, and their other matchup was a 2-2 draw. Um, I just feel like San Diego is is such the better club, especially right now at this point in the season. So I'm taking San Diego.
2: Roots. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hosting a fucking playoff game next week.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Jacob and Earl are both taking Oak- Oakland over San Diego. Jacob, I'm curious as to your reasoning behind
2: Oakland over San Diego. Um, Good answer. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> Oakland was in this boat last year. They came in. They had an upset. In the playoffs. Very similar season this year. Started off absolutely terrible. Picked up pace. Picked up steam. We talked about San Diego's last match against Sacramento. And how atrocious they looked. uh, With what you yourself called a not second tier lineup. Against Sacramento. And they got their ass caked for nothing. Oakland isn't necessarily the hottest team right now. They did lose their last match and kind of back into the playoffs. But I fully just expect chaos when it comes to USL playoffs, um, especially in the first round, especially in the West, because as I said several times this year, that the West from top to bottom is a crapshoot other than like San Antonio. Um, And so it's, I'm not going to sit here and bet a thousand dollars on the Oakland money line. Uh, I don't feel that strongly in it, but San Diego just, I I mean, we talked about it when we played San Diego last weekend, two weekends ago. I, I wasn't scared by them. And so that still resonates with me or still applies. And Oakland isn't going to be afraid of them after going into El Paso last year, the best team in the West and taking it to them last year and then fighting and clawing after a terrible start to make the playoffs this year, even if they did lose their last game. Yeah, and Jacob uh,
1: said it best. I mean, the USL playoffs is like the NCAA March Madness. You never fucking know what's going to happen. You don't. I mean, last for the past three years that we've watched USL playoffs... We've seen number one teams go down. We've seen COVID pandemics happen. We've seen El Paso go down. We've seen Phoenix go down. I mean, you never fucking know. So yeah, I stick by my by my Oakland call
0: because USL playoffs. All right. So uh, if you want to check out those matches, of course they will be streamed on ESPN Plus. Uh, uh, let's see. The Oakland San Diego game that is Sunday, October 23rd at 10 o'clock uh, Mountain, not 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock Mountain Time, Sunday evening. Switchbacks and RGV is on Saturday at 6 30 p.m. Mountain Time. And and we'll talk about this here just a minute. I'm, I'm, just the scheduling again, the fucking stacking the matches on top of each other, like, it drives me up a fucking wall. Come on, USL. You could do like a full day of programming. Whatever. Um, Looking at the Eastern Conference, you've got Memphis hosting Detroit City FC. This is on Saturday the 22nd at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, What do you guys think about this matchup? Obviously, we saw uh, Detroit City earlier in the year um, and fought them to a uh, 2-2 draw uh, out at their home stadium. How do you guys think this one plays out?
1: Memphis. Yeah, I think Memphis gets it. Um, They've looked great all year, all season. Um, And with it being Detroit City's first season in the playoffs, I mean, they are going to have some nerves, so you never really know. Um, But with Memphis already being in this position before, Memphis being at one time the number one seed in the USL at one point. Um,
0: Yeah, I, I got Memphis all day on this one. No, oh, Jacob is not there. Okay. Um so one thing to remember Earl is that Detroit City is coming off of a championship in Nisa in their final season there. That's cute. Um, <laughs> um and I remember when I played high school football. Okay. Um so and then the se- then the regular season they did co- a split the season series it was there was a 1-1 draw and then a 2-0 win for Memphis. So um and a lot of Detroit's squad is back from their final season at Nisa. So I don't think there's necessarily going to be a lot of nerves. Um but I do agree uh with So here's
1: here's the thing. The, yeah, they have half their squad coming back or three quarters of the squad being there again. But they played a championship in Nisa. What was what's the average attendance in Nisa?
0: Well, at Keyworth it's
1: about 6,000. Okay. What is the <laughs> average attendance over in Nashville?
0: I mean, Memphis. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. i have to look up see what the...
2: I can do that if you want to keep talking.
1: But... Probably more than 6,000.
2: No, I didn't. No. Less than 6, I... Detroit City is one of the best drawing teams mm-hmm. in the league. I have Memphis, though. I'm not trying to argue your point. I just have Memphis, too. And actually, I'm gonna tell you all of mine real quick because I'm gonna wrap it up. I gotta hit the head. Hit the hay. Oh, if uh, you gotta hit the head too. I mean, we're not gonna, you know. No, I wanna just do that and come back. But I the uh adrenaline has worn off and now I feel like I'm dying. Uh and my throat hurts because I talk a lot on this podcast for some unknown reason. <laughs> uh I have chalk in the east, I've got Memphis, I've got Legion, I've got Tampa Bay. And then I have New Mexico 2-1. Okay,
0: so you've got... Sorry, you have Memphis, Tampa... Memphis,
2: and- Tampa, Birmingham. Okay. And New United? 2-1. Okay.
0: All right. So you want to go and go? You're more than welcome to if you need to.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gonna, okay. I mean, I you can hear the pain yeah. <laughs> in my voice. So Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, and I, I thought about not coming on at all, but I, I mean, I couldn't. I, just to get sappy real quick, me and Earl, uh, we lost our shit a couple of times during that game um, down on the sideline uh, in a good way. And then after the match, uh, we walked over to the supporter section. I was going to take my normal celebratory pictures, but they had fireworks. So the fireworks were like halfway across the pitch or almost all the way across the pitch. Uh the team does their run and jump celebration going towards the curse and then the lights go out and the fireworks start and we sat there next to Yersie and Moreno and Wehan uh in the vicinity Hamilton. anyways yeah and and just uh soaked it all in and it was a incredible night uh one of it was it was way better than Vegas in 2019 in my opinion um <clears throat> it just you just felt like such a relief And like you witnessed something special this year, even though we weren't, uh, you know, the, the best of clubs, we still had a really good season. And, and I think that the last two games are just the start of a little run here. I'm not going to go as far right now and say, we're going to win the championship, but, uh, uh, I, I do think we win this weekend and then, and then hosting a match. I think we can win that. So, uh, I think we get farther in the playoffs than we've ever gotten before. And, uh, it It just lends itself to what an amazing season this was i mean it was <clears throat> it's been up and down you know in all of our personal lives and and uh professional lives and then obviously with the podcast and going to the matches and and being a part of that it just it's been something real special this year and and I think uh standing there with earl uh um on the pitch as the fireworks were going off watching years. just stand there and stare up at him watching Sam just stand there and stare at him. uh, Just was a a perfect ending to, to the regular season and, and I hope it just lights a fire under them to show that they're not done.
1: And then we did a ring dance.
2: Yeah. 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 That was fun. But in a way, I mean, it was still perfect. Obviously with the way my voice sounds now, it wish it would have turned out a little differently than, than walking a mile and a half in the rain, but uh, it is what it is. I'm sure we could have got a ride with Earl, but or with Seth, but I just felt like walking was a better call and, and we both paid the price for it. I'm sorry, Earl. but uh, I wouldn't have trained changed anything about that night. So that's it. I'm done. Uh, catch us again next week at nine. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully talking I- about a win. And uh, until next week, when I see you guys again, someone almost Later, buddy. Feel better. See you guys. Have a good evening. All right.
0: All right. Jacob is out for the evening. He's going to hopefully get some rest and get to feeling better. Uh, Early. We've got three more matches to talk about here real quick before we do get out of here. Next up on the list, Tampa Bay and Miami. Uh, Tampa Bay, of course, uh, spanked El Paso in their regular season finale the other night. And uh, so, yeah, this one is in Tampa Bay. Who you got? Tampa Bay. Tampa bay. All right. Yeah, I think I'm on board there too. I just don't see Miami. I know we didn't play well against Miami, but um uh, I feel like this is a match that Tampa is just the better side up and down. See, that's so. the thing is we never play well against Eastern teams. Even
1: New York <clears throat> Red Bulls two or four or yeah, one, we look like crap against them. We didn't play good against them, and they're the bottom of the freaking tape, they're the bottom of the freaking barrel right now.
0: Yeah. Yep, I agree. That was yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think it just speaks to us against playoff caliber clubs. I think that's what that is. Like, we we didn't get the results we need against playoff caliber clubs, and we look like shit against the other teams, and still got results. So, um, last match in the East: Birmingham and Pittsburgh. This is the uh, the four five matchup. Um, these teams were neck and neck pretty much all season long. And Pittsburgh kind of fell off uh about halfway, but they managed to keep their form here towards the end. So this one's gonna be I think this one's gonna be a fun one to watch. Uh Earl, who you got? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, okay. Mark Earl down for Pittsburgh.
1: Um, oh wait, who's the four? Who's the five? Who's hosting? Birmingham's hosting.
0: Yeah, Pittsburgh. Okay, Earl's got Pittsburgh on the road. I'm going to go with Birmingham. I really like what I've seen out of uh, Legion this year. Uh, they've looked really good, um, and they've got some really, really key key pieces. Um, some guys that can score, some guys that can do some good things in defense. So, um, yeah, I've got Birmingham. And then our final match, of course, Jacob Artie was his prediction. 2-1 United on the road at Sacramento. Uh, United returns to the playoffs for the first time since 2020. Uh, Earl, who you got and why? I got United. Okay. Why? Because of the
1: form that we've been in. I mean, right now we're five games unbeaten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Hamilton, Sam said it best in the press conference. To win a cup in the playoffs, you have to win five games, which means you can't lose five games. We just did that. Hmm. So if we could just start fresh, start over and not lose five games in a row or not lose five games, we're good. So, yeah, so I, I have 100% confidence that we can not lose five games and that we can actually win five games in a row. Um, But, yeah, I got United 2-0.
0: Uh, 2-0. All right. And, I mean, we've done it twice this season. We've won five games in a row twice. So, I mean, we can certainly do it. Um, This is, of course, going to be against the best of the West. So uh, that's where the challenge comes in. Can we pull results against the best clubs? And, you know, we've seen United play well against each of these clubs. We've seen United outplay San Antonio twice. See, but that's the
1: thing. San Antonio. San Antonio is Literally the same exact team we are. Yeah. The only difference is they won one more game than we did. It's a matter of three or four points. So they won one game while we didn't. Do you mean Sacramento? That been,
0: ha, what was that? You said you, you. I was talking about. I said we beat, we played, we outplayed San Antonio twice, and you're saying San Antonio the difference. Oh, Sacramento. Was. Sorry.
1: Okay. Sacramento, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, Harry, I did not mean to call out San Antonio. I did not mean to try <laughs> to raise the Giants or piss off the piss off the freaking the Greek gods over there. Um, no, but Sac- Sacramento is legitimately the same exact team we are. Had we won one game when they lost, or had we won one game when they lost, or won when they won, we'd be in the same position they are. Mm-hmm. Which, that's where we're at. We're four points away from them for that reason. So, maybe it was one of those six games in 15 days or some shit that we played. Um, That's probably what it was. But, regardless of what it was, we are right there with Sacramento. So, no, I I fully believe we can beat Sacramento in Sacramento.
0: And it's going to be 2-0. All right, so there you go. New Mexico uh, over Sacramento, 2-0 for Earl. Jacob's got, got us 2-1 over Sacramento. Um, yeah, I look at this, and Sacramento's a very beatable team. They really are. United's playing well, like you mentioned, Earl. Five in a row unbeaten. Uh, we've got two wins here to close out the season. The club is finally scoring some goals. So we're taking advantage of opportunities, putting the ball in the back of the net. Defense is playing well. We've got the the... The midfield is doing better. Um, you know, guys, we've seen – we've seen Harriet, you know, creating from all different points, places, points on the pitch. And so um, I see us playing with a lot of confidence going into this. Again, we're playing on the road someplace that the guys are unbelievably comfortable, um, you know, away from the lab. Um, so, yeah, we go into this against Sacramento's beatable. Um, I think we see – I don't, know, I don't know if we see Nico back on Saturday. I don't necessarily think we do. Um, but if he is, that's just one more thing in our favor. So um, I have us going to Sacramento, and I'm going to say 2-0 as well. The, so. the person I really want to see on,
1: on Saturday is Preston.
0: Okay. Yeah, I Preston. Also is- see,
1: I also want to see Reddy, and I'm hoping that them being held out was a tactical reason. That way they come into the postseason 100%, no room to say, oh, well, I've played extra matches. I've done this. I've done that. No, you've had time to rest. So I'm hoping that's what Zach was thinking is, hey, let's rest these guys and let's get them in.
0: Maybe so. I mean, maybe that's what it is. I mean, we we haven't seen Preston in quite some time. Um, We haven't heard of anything. We don't know – we haven't heard of any injuries. He hasn't done the injury report. We don't know what that is. So, I mean, yeah, I think Preston would be a, a, another interesting person to throw in there on Saturday against Sacramento. So, um, Raddy, again, Raddy is – we're, we're all very high on, and he just, he's not getting time. But that speaks to the quality of play from the other guys. So, uh, a lot of good things to, to look forward to this weekend, so make sure you're tuning in to ESPN Plus on Saturday and Sunday evenings to – catch all of the playoff action across the usl championship uh as a reminder the lowest remaining seed in each conference goes to take on the number one seeds which are san antonio fc and louisville city so uh by the time sunday night ends we will know what happens with week two of the usl championship playoffs. so uh earl any closing thoughts before we get out of here yes i have one closing thought okay
1: it does require me to
0: – while Earl is doing that, uh, I will say um, that my son – my youngest son's I-9 team is playing for the championship on Sunday, so uh, we're cheering for that. Uh, after going 0-4 in the regular season, we had a two, two-game playoff, and we won first game. We got the championship game on Sunday, so that's going to be exciting. All right, Earl, what you got? Do I have? To, I think I got to add this. Yeah, you ready?
1: Yeah. Actually, let me change my speaker real quick.
0: Okay. All right. So this is a clip that Earl was showing us the other night. Uh, Jacob and Earl typically hang out down here at the north end of the field. You can see right down here, the north end behind the goal. Uh, Jacob sometimes takes pictures for us. Sometimes he does not. But, uh, as you'll see here in this clip, Jacob and roll get uh shown on the national broadcast.
1: right, here's where Caldwell's asking, are you fucking high?
0: I think you see Jacob and Earl right there. Earl without his penny on.
1: No, I had a penny on. Oh, okay. It just matched my shirt. <laughs>
0: so, for those of you listening, we are watching a replay of the 70th, 71st minute of the match from Saturday evening because uh Jeff Caldwell has some pretty choice words for our for our gentlemen
2: right in keen right in now playing the cross in right eventually concedes the
0: goal kick oh all you gave him the ball
1: I didn't have a choice, but this is where I got cussed out to fucking find one, to find a fucking ball manager. And if there's anyone in the club that's watching, um, I'm not looking to get him fined or get him anything like that. But if that's what you guys have to do because of club regulations,
0: then so be it. It's inappropriate behavior. You're supposed to get fined. So here, I think it's coming up right here like the, in the 72nd minute.
1: Yeah,
0: I see Will Seymour saying I'm ready to throw the ball in the play.
1: The pass goes to Dev right here. Okay, next one. I'm telling them it's over there. This is where I tell them to make them special in Colorado. <laughs> And so, keep in mind, it's been three minutes since the first incident with this guy.
0: Justin sent it ball to Brucey. Brucey puts it in the box. Dev shoots. Oh, saved and saved again by Caldwell, who gets up and flips off Earl and Jacob. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised. and I think the part that got me was the fact hold on let me get this paused okay so I think the part that got me was the fact that this went on for about five whole minutes to the point where after the fifth minute, he decides, Oh, I'm gonna save this son of a bitch ball, and I'm gonna get up, I'm flip this kid off. Mm-hmm. Which was funny, actually. I was <laughs> I laughed, I yeah. really did laugh. Um, but then he did get up afterwards, after so about the 80th minute, he starts asking about scores. Um, so we're telling him, Yeah, what score are you looking for? So we tell him some of the scores that's going on now that he found out that we're actual media. Um, we're telling some of the scores that are happening, and then he's walking to the corner to go get a ball or something like that. He comes, he fist bumps me and says, Yeah, we're cool, man. Yeah, I don't hold a grudge, it's whatever life goes on. Um, uh, but after the match, he did pull me aside again. He's like, Hey, man, let's talk real quick. Uh, he's like, I need to apologize for one. Um, I don't. I don't know how to explain this, but it's my last regular season match ever. Mm -hmm. And I had to take it out on media one last time like I did when I started. Interesting. So I tried to get his shirt, but then his kit manager would kill him because it's his last kit. So that's why I'm hoping we do go to Colorado Springs. Because at this point in time, you, Mr.
0: Jeff Caldwell, owe me a kit. (laughs) all right so jeff caldwell has been called out on the show uh on a show that he will likely never ever hear so um don't be surprised earl if he doesn't know who you are oh no he knows who i am okay all right he actually Um, told
1: me to write the club and say that he said for me to write the club that way i can get something sent out from him
0: okay still working on it yeah all right. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our show for this evening. We have our predictions for the first round of the USL Championship playoffs, which, of course, are taking place this weekend, Saturday and Sunday across ESPN+. Be sure to check in on those. United does play on Saturday evening at 8 o'clock Mountain Time against Sacramento Republic, and we will be back next uh, next week, either Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I'll have to see because um, I have something on, on Tuesday. So um, Anyway. Appreciate you being here, Aaron, Harry, Robert. Appreciate you guys over in the chat. As always, and if you're listening on podcast services, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. It all does all that all that does help us out. We do appreciate you guys uh, listening to every single show. Um, that being said, for Jacob, for Earl, for myself, thank you guys so much. We do appreciate you once again. And until next time, somos unidos. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.